What's up, teabags? Welcome back to Deeply Steeped. I'm your host, Maisha. It's been a minute. Um, I haven't done an episode in a little while. Been a little preoccupied, a little distracted, a little busy, a little not feeling it. <laughs> a little of everything. But I'm back. Finally today. Um, and it feels good. It feels good to be back in the recording studio, aka my living room, which I'm always in anyways, but now I'm sitting in front of a mic so (laughs) i hope this is an enjoyable episode for you but uh in light of the new announcement that was made in ontario on friday i think we all have a lot of feelings we've all been feeling some type of way and i know for myself anyways this past weekend has just been a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions um i have a lot of thoughts and feelings and i'm sure that all of you do too it's just not a great time to be in Ontario right now. It's not a great time to be in Canada right now. Um, and so, uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm glad that I waited until Sunday to start recording this episode because I feel like it kind of gave me the weekend to go through my thoughts, feelings, and then last night when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, just kind of flowed. So, um, basically where I'm coming from is, how am I going to not lose my mind in this? I don't even know how many lockdowns we've had at this point. Like, is this the third or the fourth or the fifth? I don't even know. So, um, this episode is going to be about how I am going to try to keep my sanity. And, um, hopefully it's interesting to you or helpful to you or whatever. But anyways, let's just dive in, I guess. Welcome to Maisha's Declassified Pandemic Survival Guide, which for legal reasons is in no way affiliated with Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Total coincidence, not uh, related at all. Um, (laughs) But anyways, let let me jump into my list here. Number one on my guide to surviving a pandemic, or rather a lockdown, I suppose. Number one here I have is watching your screen time. And mind you, when I say your screen time, I mean me, my screen time. <laughs> what do I need to do for myself? So the first one I have is is watching my own screen time because it's really easy to just not think about it, to watch hours and hours of Netflix, YouTube, TikTok, it, scrolling through Instagram, whatever, um, and to just kind of fall into that trap that endless spiral of screens and I know for me after a few hours of being on my phone especially I get a headache and like I just I can feel it in my head and my body like it just doesn't feel good and then I'll usually end up going for a walk (laughs) to kind of brush it off and I feel way better even just being outside for half an hour (laughs) feels like so much better than scrolling through my phone for hours so I think for me during this the next six weeks or five weeks, however much longer we have of this, um, I really need to be a little more vigilant about my screen time. And there are a lot of other things I want to do, which I'll get to, like some hobbies I want to work on and things. And so I think it's just about um, being a little more intentional, I guess, with my screen time and the way I spend my time. And I think I've talked about this in another episode, honestly, but it's an ongoing issue for a lot of us, I know. And I have books I want to read, a book I just started, and so it's just about um, taking this that stuff seriously and getting 
back into the habit of turning to that kind of stuff when I want to relax and rest rather than just like the easy thing which is just pulling out my phone or turning on the tv so that's number one number two getting outside um I can feel such a difference in my day when I have gotten outside and gone on a walk and when I haven't and I think it's different in the summer for me because I I feel it more in the summer because in the winter I'm just like inside and I've just accepted that I'm going to be inside and I don't really have a huge desire to go on a walk outside in the cold but now that the weather's getting a little nicer and I mean I still have to wear a jacket but um like I try to drive down to the beach every day and go for a walk for even like 45 minutes to an hour maybe more maybe less when the water starts to warm up I'll start going for swims in the evenings I've been thinking about buying a kayak but I just don't it depends I think on whether or not this shop on the beach opens up where you can rent kayaks and paddle boards because it's definitely cheaper to rent like once or twice a week than to buy like an $800 kayak so um we'll see what happens there I've been looking on Facebook marketplace if anyone knows anyone selling a used kayak then <laughs> let me know also there's an issue of where am I going to store that in the winter time because I could store it at the beach in the summer but in the winter I don't know anyways <laughs> my point is to get outside and um for me that's usually after dinner I'll go down and go on an evening walk Sometimes I'll listen to music, sometimes I'll listen to a podcast, sometimes I'll call a friend, sometimes I'll walk in silence or sit somewhere on the beach in silence or bring a book and pretend to read. (laughs) But um, I think just really being strict with that, like I need to get out every day, I need to go on a walk every day because it's for my own good, it's it's for my own benefit and it just makes me feel 110% better and I'm sure that that's the case for most of us, so that's my encouragement get outside, make yourself, get outside, run, walk, skip, jump, whatever you got to do, get out there, enjoy the fresh air, feels good. Number three, actually cooking, real meals. (laughs) Um, The past few weeks, and this has mostly been because of work, being busy at work, I just have had found myself um, still eating at home, but just like not taking the time to actually like cook a well-rounded meal, like I would just like put something in the oven from the freezer or make a sandwich or I don't even know what I was eating a bagel <laughs> picking up something on my way home that was really cheap and easy or a smoothie or whatever and um that's okay sometimes but after a week or two of just like not actually like taking the time to like cook a meal that covers all the food groups you feel it so when I finally did take the time to do that it felt so good and I could notice the difference and now I'm like oh wow this makes such a difference in so many ways like health wise mind wise just like the process of cooking is like relaxing for me like all of it it's just so good so that's something that I have on this list is don't let that fall to the wayside just because you're sad (laughs) that you can't really do anything take the time to cook real meals healthy meals and now's the time to take you know time you might have usually spent out and about and now use that to uh eat healthy and exercise lol we'll see (laughs) i've been doing good this week other than well no you know what i've been doing good this week period (laughs) um with that is number four on the other hand is to give yourself grace 
and allow yourself a little wiggle room uh, on days that you need it. Not every day has to be hyper productive. Not every day has to be super healthy. Not every day has to be, um, I don't know, perfect. <laughs> Just allow yourself to be sad sometimes because it is a sad time and it's okay to feel sad. And so for me anyways, I've been thinking about um, my budget like financially and you know, how can I maybe even put more money into into entertainment in the next month than I normally would? Not because I'm going out and doing things, but like, you know, I don't know. Do I want to buy a new video game or do I want to uh, rent more movies or whatever that looks like or order out uh, every weekend instead of every other weekend or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, recently I just bought um, some material from fabric land and I'm gonna make a dress so and material is expensive so stuff like that that's gonna keep my mind occupied or crafts like sometimes craft supplies just like allowing myself a little more wiggle room um in my budget in my day and then also just allowing for some lazy days like a weekend a Saturday where I sleep in and watch movies all day and not to like feel bad about doing that because Sometimes you just need that and it's good for you. Too much of that isn't good, but sometimes, but none of that is just as bad. You can put that together in your own head to make one coherent quote. <laughs> Number, she's uh, five, I think, <laughs> um, is Zoom calls and FaceTime calls and really reaching out to people to schedule those because they are so good. On Friday, after... Ford made the announcement. Also, I know people that listen to this that do not live in Ontario, so if you don't, just know that we're in a lockdown and Ford is our premier. <laughs> um, so, when he made the announcement that we were going into another lockdown slash stay-at-home order, whatever it's called this time, um, my friends, our group chat was a little upset. <laughs> we were kind of talking about, like, you know, everything about it is just sad. The numbers, the lockdown the it's just none of it is good to hear so um we were like we should have a zoom call tonight and just like not talk about covid and just play games and I know for me I really really needed that and it felt so good we had a zoom call for a few hours and we just like played a bunch of games like we did like there's so many games out there that you can play during a Zoom call that you can find online and you send each other the link and you can split screens so you can see each other and play the game. There's also apps, like sometimes we would play games on our phones together while we're still on the Zoom call so we can talk and like we did codenames, trivia, categories, um, this other, oh, I don't remember what this other game was called. I don't know. We just did a bunch of really fun stuff like that and I would highly recommend scheduling time once a week every other week to just have a zoom call with your friends or facetime a friend or whatever and do something fun because sometimes it's exhausting i love catching up with people of course and um but sometimes it can be hard if catching up with people turns into talking about covid for an hour <laughs> and if you're doing that over and over again you just, you have to have a break where you're like, you know what, we're not going to talk about COVID. <laughs> we're just going to play games and have fun. And it's not to be ignorant about what's going on or, or anything. It's just to take a break and relax and breathe and just feel normal for a little bit. So highly recommend. 
number six, I think. <laughs> Just know that from now on, my numbers might be off, but I think it's number six. Um, is to give thanks. Um, and I don't want to sound very, like, uh, that I don't understand a lot of the problems people are going through because I do. I know a lot of people have lost their jobs or their businesses or have gotten sick and lost family members or whatever your situation looks like to you. Um, I'm not trying to minimize that, but this is again for myself, is that I find so much more peace in taking time to give thanks for what I do have and putting things into perspective. Um, what I do have in my life versus thinking about all the things I can't do or can't have right now. Um, and then to look forward to the day when I can do that stuff. Like it's so exciting (laughs) to think forward to the day when everything will be quote unquote normal again, when I can be in big groups, when you can go to weddings, when you can travel, when you can just like live free concerts, like everything I'm just so, so, so excited for. And to look forward to that is just, like, the most exciting thing ever. And to think about all the things we take for granted. (laughs) Um, But I think for now, it's just about giving thanks for all the little things. Like, you know what? I have have everything I need to survive. I have food, water. I have a place to live. Um, I'm so thankful that I have my own place. I'm not, like, um, uh, I don't know. I just know people have really bad roommate situations and even though sometimes it is like sucks to live alone like you know there's like there's nothing to do and you're just alone but I'm also very thankful for it in so many ways um so yeah there's that just take the time to to remember what you do have more than the times you think about what you don't and with that is kind of my next point which is to not fall into the trap of getting bitter because it's an easy, easy trap to fall into, and I know that we all joke about it, and I've been joking about it with my friends, like, you know, I've, uh, it's just really easy to be very pessimistic, and like, you know what, that's it, I'm done, like, I'm jumping in the lake, (laughs) that's not gonna do any good for me here, but, (laughs) um, you know, I'm just, it's, it's just really easy to get really upset about everything and I think that also comes with just talking about it all the time and talking with other people that are upset and just like having that negativity (laughs) like just I don't know I think you just have to be careful with how because you being bitter about it doesn't affect anything else but yourself and it only affects your own happiness and peace during what we're going through And so, again, it's not to say we should be ignorant and just pretend nothing's wrong, but um, being bitter and being upset, I think, are two different things. And in the end, like, it is what it is. Um, You know, the pandemic is going to end when it's going to end. The lockdown is going to end when it's going to end. There's not a whole lot we can do about it. We can do our part to try to end the pandemic, you know, follow the restrictions, and don't let it, um, ruin your day (laughs) that we have to follow these restrictions because, like I said, letting it ruin your day is only ruining your day. No one else's. (laughs) So, it's about, honestly, just accepting, is accepting the right word? Um, 
I think it's about not letting the things that we can't control really get to us because at the end of the day we don't have a ton of control (laughs) about what's going on in our country and and province and so I think letting go of the things that we can't control as much as you can and that doesn't mean not having feelings or opinions or or thoughts or anything like that about what's going on it's just about how much are you going to let that all affect you at the end of the day how much are you going to dwell on that stuff because it's just going to make things worse for you and probably the people around you low-key so (laughs) and to end I want to share a story with you that um probably a lot of you do know but some of you might not know so close your eyes snuggle in and here comes story time all my little tea bags listen up (laughs) oh my gosh I don't even know how to say the first word in this story (laughs) the guy's name I'm gonna call him H H Spafford was a successful lawyer and businessman in Chicago with a lovely family a wife Anna and five children however they were not strangers to tears and tragedy on November 21st 1873 the French ocean liner Ville de Havre was crossing the Atlantic from the U.S. to Europe with 313 passengers on board. Among the passengers was Mrs. Spafford and their four daughters. Although Mr. Spafford had planned to go with the family, he found it necessary to stay in Chicago to help solve an unexpected business problem. He told his wife he would join her and their children in Europe a few days later. His plan was to take another ship. About four days into the crossing of the Atlantic... The ship collided with a powerful, iron-hauled Scottish ship, the Loch Urn. Suddenly, all those on board were in grave danger. Anna hurriedly brought her four children to the deck. She knelt there with Annie, Margaret, Bessie, Tanetta, and prayed that God would spare them if it would be his will, or to make them willing to endure whatever awaited them. Within approximately twelve minutes... The ship slipped beneath the dark waters of the Atlantic, carrying with it 226 passengers, including the four Spafford children. A sailor, rowing a small boat over the ship where the ship had gone down, spotted a woman floating on a piece of wreckage. It was Anna, still alive. He pulled her onto the boat, and there they were picked up by another large vessel, which in nine days landed them in Cardiff, Wales. From there, she wired her husband on a message and began, Saved alone, what shall I do? Mr. Spafford later framed the telegram and placed it in his office. Another of the ship survivors, Pastor Weiss, later recalled Anna saying, God gave me four daughters, now they have been taken from me. Someday I'll understand why. Mr. Spafford booked passage on the next available ship and left to join his grieving wife. With the ship about four days out, the captain called Spafford to his cabin and told him they were over the place where all of his children went down. According to Bertha Spafford Vester, a daughter born after the tragedy, Spafford wrote, It is well with my soul while on his journey. And I know many of you know this song, but I'll read you the lyrics. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Anna gave birth to three more children, one of which died at the age of four with dreaded pneumonia. In August 1881, the Spaffords moved to Jerusalem. 
Mr. Spafford died and was buried in that city. And the Bible verse shared at the end of the story is Philippians 4, verses 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts, your minds, through Jesus Christ. And that song, there's, I mean, there's a lot of remakes of that song now. So, the one of the remakes of that song came on uh, my phone the other day when I was driving in the car. And it was just such a good reminder, like, it is well with my soul. No matter what is going on in the world, no matter what is happening in uh, this pandemic, in politics, in, um, like, wars across the ocean, there's just, there's so much going on. There's so much to be sad about. People, you know, two more people I've heard just recently that were shot in the States because of police. Like, it's, there's just so much hurt and pain going on. Um, and at the end of the day, despite it all, I can still say it is well with my soul because I have the peace of God that truly surpasses understanding. And after this announcement was made and I went on my walk down through the beach the next day, I felt more peace during that walk than I had in a long time. And it's not explainable. It does surpass our understanding, but I just know that like, if I didn't have God, (laughs) I would be a mess I would be so bad off (laughs) and and that's the only reason that I can have peace through all of this and the only reason that I can keep my head above water and um yeah he's just so good and uh that's it that's what I wanted to end with so um basically I, I hope that this list was helpful for you and maybe got you thinking about what you would like to do during the next six weeks how you're gonna keep your sanity um And I wish you all luck and health and happiness. (laughs) Stay safe. Uh, Keep your steeps deep. (laughs) 